Hey there, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process. I'm Sarah, self-proclaimed Bachelor super fan and person who actually believes it's possible to find love on the show. Join me each week as I recap episodes with my friends who love talking about The Bachelor as much as I do. So go grab some rosé and join me along for the journey. I don't know if you all saw, but I posted a little mini ep. I think it may have been marked as a trailer last week, just to let you know that I didn't forget about you. I didn't forget about Paradise, obviously here. It's just that the first episode was really just like a roster of everyone who arrived and where they were at spiritually, mentally. (laughs) Yes. And um, just getting together to bring this whole beginning back. So for those, um, for those who are new and, you know, those who are not new and just need a reminder, Paradise, how we typically talk about this is by couple because there's so much to go through. Um, so we're going to be talking about each of our couples, some of our singles, those we have lost and (laughs) (laughs) that's how we're going to go through this season. And because paradise airs Tuesdays and Thursdays, some week, or sorry, excuse me, Mondays and Tuesdays is when paradise airs (laughs) some weeks, if not all weeks, um, paradise episodes will be coming out every single Thursday throughout the rest of the season. So just a reminder, little housekeeping for everyone. And now I'm going to introduce my wonderful guest. Uh, again, if you guys were with us during Katie's season, um, you'll remember her cousin of the pod. Please welcome <laughs> Katie Murphy. Hey guys, can't wait to talk about all of this situation. I feel like we've had one season within three episodes. I know it's like a lot. It's a lot. And like some of our couples have changed a little bit too. Um, uh-huh. Just within yeah. a small amount of time. I know I talked to my mom and, and she was like, I've so far, I've only watched one hour of paradise. I was like, are you really confused? She's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming she watched a later hour. <laughs> yeah. She watched like the last, ep- the last hour of Tuesday's episode. So. Yeah, very confusing as to what's going on. How did we get where? The only commentary she had, which I think we can all agree with, is that it's over between Connor and Marissa. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's very much over. I wonder where he will fall. I know. She actually had some thoughts on that. All right. So before we get into most of the drama, (laughs) let's talk about our strongest couples first. Mm -hmm. So I would say from the, from the, first hour Noah and Abigail hot and heavy yep yep great connection he's gonna break her out of her awkward shell hopefully (laughs) that is my hope for it I know she's like a little shy and and all of that but she's great like I really like her and I like her with Noah I I love them together like I really want this to be a long-haul situation I do too I actually forgot about Noah and then yeah when I saw him I was like oh my god I loved you on Tasha's yeah I I kept confusing him with somebody in Hannah Brown's season like that's how much I forgot about him oh my god wait who well at first I thought he was that Will guy do you remember was that his name Will Grant Garrett the prayer circle man they go to like some place oh Oh, you mean like the guy that told yeah. her she's not allowed to have sex? Yeah. yeah. At first when he came down, I was like, what the hell is he doing here? Why did I think that guy's name was like, no, he's Luke. That's right. <laughs> not Grant. They, not- <laughs> they do, they do kind of look alike. I actually yeah. kind of, I actually kind of get it. Like, I think Noah's more attractive and I like his longer hair, but I actually, I actually get that. 
for sure. Yeah. That was my confusion of the first episode. <laughs> I thought he was, I thought, at first I thought he was Brendan from Katie's season. <laughs> like I was really about Brendan. <laughs> yeah, I was really, really off. But, okay, I'm with you. Okay, and then we have Ivan and Jasenia, who this unlikely match wouldn't have shipped them myself, but also also pleased. <laughs> yep, very pleased. I love him. I'm glad. I feel like uh, during Tasha's season, his send off that was a weird send off from Tasha of like we don't have we're not aligned. I remember they spoke like after the overnight, and she's like we're not aligned and. Yes. Nobody ever knew what that meant. And I just, uh, it was kind of uncomfy for me. I was like, well, what the hell happened? Yeah. Uh, We didn't really know what they talked about. I don't think we ever really learned that. And I feel like we get to see him shine more in the past three episodes. It's like you, he seems relaxed. I think everyone, like he was obviously such a favorite from Tasha's. people really yeah. liked him, that I'm kind of shocked that he matched up with somebody so early on because I thought he was going to almost be like the Riley, like the hot commodity, like the one that people were looking forward to meeting and going to fight yeah. for and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. So there's, I I feel like there's a few of them who have done some research on each other. Oh my God. They all have. I always think it's really funny when they know exactly whose season it's from, if it's not their season or like fitting it out, like name dropping. They're like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so. And and he from Katie's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He does this. I was like, oh my God. Demi threw such shade when she was, um, she was talking to Brendan and she's like, so what happened on Tisha's season? I didn't watch. <laughs> it's like, whoa, uh, Debbie. Yeah. For me, I, I was wondering if there was like some sort of animosity between them. Yeah. Oh, you know, like that to me was more of like a nugget of like, Ooh, do they really not like each other or like she heard of drama? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> You might be right. Wow. That would be so crazy. Well, cause he's like kind of a player, but he can be cause he's that hot. <laughs> and as everyone knows on this podcast, if you're hot enough, you can do whatever you want. I know. Um, I really also love that Demi like just kind of dropped about Colton being gay. Oh, I know. She's like, this has never ever happened to me before, except with Colton and he was gay. So like I don't I'm not even counting that I guess (laughs) the weird thing for me doesn't Brendan have a daughter no 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 not a daughter that was his niece I think are you talking about the girl that came on Tasha's season well I thought the whole thing was that he was divorced and had a daughter oh my god does he I thought that why did I think that was 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 gonna have to be a stepmom and was she prepared for that oh my god I may have missed that. I don't know why I thought that was his niece. <laughs> I mean, I could be incorrect, but I don't know. I Because I thought being like, because I knew Michael A. wasn't the first time that we had to, exp- had to, that we got to experience like, oh, somebody who has a kid. And I oh, right. No, of course. Um, it could be, I will do a fact check and then I'm going to do like an armchair expert um, situation this episode and fact check. (laughs) Make sure I have Luke's name right. (laughs) So one other random couple, and I know I'm kind of like flying through the strong couples, but there's like not much to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So Carl and Deandra, which was like, that came out of nowhere because it was like, Carl showed up. Everyone thinks he's annoying. She, after the first episode was like, I don't know why no one likes me. Like I'm really fun. And then all of a sudden she was like getting his rose and they were making out. (laughs) Yeah. I feel to me personally, I feel like that was just like, let me go on to the next weekday situation. And then why not make out in the process? Yeah. No, you're, I think you're right. So then I'm really excited to see what happens here. But as of right now, Mari and Kenny are hot and heavy. Yes. Like they're a couple as of right now. Sure. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Like she's like 22 and he's like 42. (laughs) 
it's something close to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's 40 and she's four. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. But this isn't the first 40 year old that she's dated. So to me, she true. wants to be kept. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> be a kept woman or a sugar baby, as we call them. How did you feel about Kenny's naked entrance? <laughs> um, so I did some like searching. Mm-hmm. He was wearing a little Speedo that they just blocked out. It was like teal or something. I assumed it was something like that. And it was just like probably really, yeah. really miniature. And there was maybe some situations where he was like popping out. So they had to be safe. Yes, I, yeah, I agree with you on that. I, because it just, the first episode to me just seems so kitschy from everything. And I know. the star of the first episode, in my opinion, was David Spade. Like, I agree. I agree. I thought, oh my God, we didn't okay. even talk about David Spade. He nailed it. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> he was cracking me up. I was dying like Demi calls him Joe Dirt. Somebody thought he was somebody else, right? <laughs> I don't remember who it was. Mr. Dave Chappelle. I think it was either Tammy or Serena C. They call, yes, somebody called David Spade Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, died. I was like, oh my God, Dave Chappelle's probably like, what in the hell, ABC? <laughs> that was so ridiculous hilarious but yeah Um, I thought that he I thought that he totally nailed it he did a great job he was like he was like reading that funny book about like seven ways (laughs) fall in love or something like that I just appreciated that he it was like it, it is what it is like we're just watching people like frolic be like we're in spring break again and yeah. just enjoy it like let's not do the Chris Harrison serious we don't need Tasha and Caitlin like let's just have fun 100% 100% all right let's start getting into some of the more drama um okay. to me I ranked this by um um lowest drama to absolute highest drama <laughs> so okay, okay. my my opinion of Lois drama was um, Tammy and Aaron who were like together from the beginning, but like there was a little like, is he going to get with Serena C? Cause they did like make out, like they full on went for it on the couch. I, I mean the balls of Serena C to do that. I would be terrified of Tammy. Like Tammy's going to come and lay your shit out. Okay, you're right. Tammy is really scary. And I was kind of afraid that she was going to like go after Serena, but she didn't. Instead, I think she did something a little more awkward though, where she immediately got into bed with Aaron and was like forcing his face to her. Yeah. I mean, it was just to think in a pro, like in a post COVID world to just go and swap so much saliva is alarming with so many different people. Like it's true. It's true. I think they required a vaccine to go to, go to paradise. Oh, of course, of course. But even still to even just still. Like, think of, like, wow, that is so much bacteria going back and forth. I know it does make me think I'm just like, wow, kissing is really bad for you <laughs> and on like I a love- germ level. A hundred percent. And I love that whenever a couple kisses, it's like all of a sudden the cameras just flood in and it's oh. like, we're getting in there. You look awkward as shit kissing. You've got weird lips. Like <laughs> I know all the weird stuff. I was kind of surprised to see Tammy and Aaron hit it off. I think like yeah. there are things about Aaron where it's like, okay, I think he needs to like grow up a little bit, but like, I actually do overall really like him I think I do too I do too I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop I know I know I think I think I feel the same way like every time I see him I'm like I like you but why do I feel like I can't trust you like that's my feeling of Aaron and I don't know why I guess because he was like picking he basically decided like which guy was gonna go home in Katie's season every week yeah Um, so he's it's, very powerful, which is funny because he has such an issue with Thomas. 
I know we'll get into the Thomas thing, but like I was kind of, you know, he said that thing. He was like, thank you for the apology. I think for me, like, I just need space. And they just got done in New Mexico. Really. You're right. It's it was like, like a couple weeks. weeks before. Yeah. yeah. And you're then right. Was there was thinking, no closure. There was no closure. But then I was thinking about the men tell all. Like, were they done with paradise at that point? Yeah, they had to so, have been. Yeah. All that animosity between a bunch of the guys that were there, like, don't you remember like the mental yes. and like, there was a lot of like fire and I just felt. Well, know. it must've been so hard for them to like, not talk about paradise at the mental all. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I would have no control or I would get confused about what happened right. where. <laughs> right. You're like, wait, New Mexico, <gasps> Mexico, what are we talking about? Oh my God. All right. So then my next dramatic couple is Brendan and Natasha. We've talked about Brendan a little bit. I love Natasha and I just want her to have like a businessman beau who like, yeah, like I need, she, not that she's too good for this show, but also like, I need to see her in like the real world. Yeah, you're right. I it needs to be a businessman, but it needs to be like a like a cool, sustainable <laughs> business. Give me like a Brooklyn hip entrepreneur that yes. is like a greenhouse that's also like a winery. Yes. Like- that's what I want. Yes, I know. I don't see this lasting at all. I know that they're, that she was like, they were teasing us. Like, she's like, I can't give him a rose like this. I think she's obviously going to be giving him the rose. Like, I don't know who else it would go to. He's obviously going to be getting it. And it's probably just going to be really frustrating to watch them all season. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I'm hoping, I mean, I hope that I wonder how long it'll last because there are rumors that Piper shows up. Oh yeah, that's right. So once Piper comes, it'll probably be like over. I could see like Natasha getting like friendship roses or something. People do that. I mean, she's also gorgeous. I'm like, I know. And she's like really funny. Like she's like really fun to have around. I'm glad she's on this season. And she seems low maintenance. Like, Mm -hmm. I like her little like friendship with Joe because they do their podcast together. It's like her little person from home. Um, okay. <laughs> I, so her Joe, are we going in? <laughs> I will. I want, okay. I want to talk about Demi in the context of Brendan and Natasha. And I want to prompt this by saying, I'm not mad at Brendan for going on a date with Demi. I don't think there was anything wrong with it. It would have been nice if maybe he said something to Natasha, the way Serena P did with Joe. But how did you feel about his like comment to Demi? (laughs) Was it as, was it as I understand Demi feeling rejected in that moment. Cause she's like, I like you. I want to keep doing this. And he was like, I want to keep doing this, but I want to do it with a lot of people. But yeah, I like, I don't know that it warranted like, <laughs> like, Demi a- no, I think, I think that they're both correct. Like Demi, I, I was happy that like, she was honest and was like, I could keep honest. doing this. And then Brendan, I was happy that he was up front. I mean, let's be real. It's like, that's what you're all there to go and hook up and see which one you best like. So for him to be like, well, yeah, like you're cool, but also like, I do have another relationship and also, you know, yada, yada, yada. I think that her reaction was a little unhinged because she <laughs> was embarrassed because it was in front of the cameras. Yeah. And, and I think you got to see her realize that in time. Yes. And then you're like, oh no, oh no. Shh, shh, shh. I just wanted to like lock her away for a second and like go scream and then come back out. Yeah. One time I was rejected by a guy that I went on one date with and I um, freaked out. It was in the middle of a work day and I went to Urban Outfitters and I bought like $300 worth of clothes. <laughs> and then I, and like, that was Demi freaking out. And then I went home and I was like, okay, 
I think maybe you're just feeling a little insecure right now. And I went in and I returned like half of the clothes. <laughs> I think I can one up you. I called yes. this guy a fuck boy in the middle of the streets of New York City. <laughs> around <laughs> at full voice. No, that's and perfect. Like, <laughs> that's um, the thing. Like, I'm like, I was watching Debbie. I was like, Debbie, girl. But as long as she acknowledged it, which she did, she's like, okay, my ego got the best of me. Yeah. I think we're all okay. Well, it was interesting because you got to watch, especially with Brendan, if we're going to like dissect the Brendan Piper, Natasha, Demi mm, situation. Mm-hmm. You got to watch the horrors of telephone in real time. Like that was wild to me of how it got misconstrued and whatever. Yes. The telephone was, it literally started with Kelsey being like, oh, I think he hung out with Piper once. (laughs) Yeah, they've been dating. He had sex with her on Thursday. He's here on a Sunday. I was like, Jesus, people like calm down. It's not like Kelsey P. Isn't that her name? What's her name? Victoria P. (laughs) (laughs) We need a roster in front of us um yeah I agree and I think that he handled it well with Natasha like it's unfortunate because he like is obviously holding out with her he's not gonna go all in and she really likes him but like he did the right thing to be like listen I like it went well Demi uh, but like until it didn't and then (laughs) then, she screamed at me but sure (laughs) and then like all this stuff about Piper's coming up and I just like we need to talk about it so yeah I think it was like like I think he's handling everything fine it just is unfortunate to watch all these people like really like him and him just being like arm's length and I feel like a majority of them are handling things fine like how they've done the dates and all that kind of stuff it's refreshing than like the previous seasons. But I think it is why we needed like a Demi freak out because you need a little bit of it. We can't just watch like, gosh, paradise is going to be hard. The more everyone prioritizes their mental health and starts going to therapy. (laughs) The producer's jobs are going to get a lot harder. This is going to get tough. Like we, like we're just watching a bunch of adults like look inward and be like, okay, why did I have that reaction? (laughs) And they're like, it's okay, man. It was just, I had this freak out. No, like we need to see. I thought there was going to be more throwdowns by now. I know. I know. Even like the Thomas situation. And let's talk about Thomas because it's going to lead us into Joe and Serena. Even the Thomas situation, like, even with people still getting mad at him for a reason, I still don't quite understand. Like, even though they're mad at him, they're also still like setting their own boundaries and being really honest and clear about their feelings. Like when Aaron was like, I need some space. And Trey was like, uh, you know, when Trey had to go back to him, was like, I hear that you're still talking shit. I wish you the best, but I can't be friends with you. Like, we're still just like watching people handle things maturely. need a punch I'm gonna need a punch in the next week yeah yes yep we need thank god we have Mari throwing birthday cake into the fire (laughs) (laughs) what like a hilarious way to get back at somebody just like throw their cake into a fire (laughs) I would be so pissed if I was the other people because I love birthday cake (laughs) like I would be like what the hell like like Mari do you realize you ruined the birthday party for everybody everyone Kenny doesn't eat that shit clearly like you're so right like I I'm the same like if I go to any party the first thing I'm eyeing is the food and like I'm doing small talk chatter and all I can think about is like when can we eat that cake um at your wedding that was the cupcakes for me (laughs) okay I at my wedding I was like the cupcakes have to go out early because I don't want anyone waiting around for dessert because I know what that's like I know what it's like being at a wedding and being like when's the cake oh my god so good 
<laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, I. It was like a point. I was like, cupcakes cannot go out that late because yeah. I want anyone to eat them whenever they want. But I oh think that God. they were out and nobody knew that they could touch them. <laughs> oh, I totally. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Good. I love it. I love it because that's what I want to. Good. All right. Uh, so Thomas comes in. He's yeah. selling all the ladies mm-hmm. and he takes Serena P. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I know this sounds whatever. I don't understand. I mean, Thomas is very nice looking. Yeah. The reactions of all these girls was like they had never seen an attractive male and they all have been with men on the thing. You know the, what I mean? The oh. only thing I can think about with this, because they did this for a lot of the guys. When Kenny walked out, people were like freaking out. When Thomas, oh, when Riley, oh. I think it's COVID and like their seasons also took place in COVID. So it's just like, there, like, there was just not a lot of like action getting, I think right now in this past year and a half. Yeah, no, that's real. I, I keep forgetting about that. I know. I know. Well, we do. Sometimes I wake up and I still forget and I'm like, oh, COVID. <laughs> remember. I know. Um, I thought, I don't know. I feel. I didn't, I don't, I don't think that Serena would be a good match for Thomas. I was kind of shocked that he picked her, to be honest. I agree. I don't think that they would be a good match either. It was kind of interesting how they let the drama dangle when she was going to talk to Joe. And she's like, I told him to pursue other people because like on the date, she was like, I had a great time. She never said any of that on camera. I was watching with my friend Emily last night and I was like, wait, did I just like blink? Yeah. When did that conversation happen? And she's like, no, they didn't show it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't show it. So yeah. I mean, I like Serena and Joe. I do. Poor Joe needs to get over Kendall. I mean, he just needs to, cause he's not, I don't know if it's not that he's, oh, it's not that he's not over her, but he's not over what happened. I want to know what happened to them and why they broke up. I know. Well, and apparently she's coming to the island. So we're going to find out or the resort wherever they are. But I wish that he would have said something. And also in his videos of like pre-coming and uh, that was an odd way to say it. Um, I know. I was like pre-coming. <laughs> uh, when he was with his parents and like all that kind of stuff of like showing like, yeah, I'm so ready. I'm so ready to go back to the island. It just seems so different. I know. I know. I, it's like, it's like he was back there and everything's triggering to him. Like he's even like freaking out about the Leo thing. And I'm like, Leo, I'm like, why are you like thinking about Kendall and Leo is ridiculous because that was a a couple days. And then you had a two year relationship with this woman. So like, I'm like there, you there is still work to be done on that relationship. And what I'm really nervous about is like, he's just committing full on to Serena and he's not ready to do so. No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Um, when, she, when Kendall arrives, I think that'll be telling. I don't know if I was Serena and the way he was like moping or like if she ever heard, hears anything about what he says with Kendall, I'd be like, mm, what? <laughs> I know. I know. Like he's so mopey. I'm kind of surprised she likes <laughs> If I being honest. Yeah. I mean, he's very attractive and he seems very nice, but it's also like code blue. You're not over your ex. I know. And I think I think like Serena is like ready to settle, but I just want to tell her like, you're 24, go have fun, go try to steal Brendan or something. Like, (laughs) Like I, I just, that's the wild part is when she's like, yeah, I'm 24. I'm ready. And I'm like, I, when I was 24, dear God, (laughs) like, no way. How is this happening? I don't, I don't understand it. (laughs) 
yeah, I know. I'm like, just go out, go have your fun. Do not worry about Joe. But I'm afraid that like he, I'm afraid that she is attracted to him because he's, he just wants to be committed to somebody. That's what he wants. So she's like, okay, this is, this gives me that. And then I'm afraid that he's committing to her because he's like, I cannot leave paradise without a woman. I need to be engaged. Yeah. Dear God. Oh, well, I guess we will find out. I know. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I still don't get why everyone's mad at Thomas. It's fine. I'll let them be mad, but I still don't really get it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, well, and you almost feel bad for him. Like I, we, my friend Emily and I, we were like, we're almost like, sorry for him. Like he's getting jumped on the minute he comes and it's like, he can't, you know, explain himself and they won't listen. It just, uh, it's not, the producers are giving him a better cut this time around. Well, they had, they, they, uh, they had to have promised him that because that's what happens. If you're the villain in your season, like they need you to come to paradise and they're like, we'll make sure it's worth it because paradise literally changed Nick Viall's reputation. Like it's how he became the bachelor because they gave him. Yeah. Oh yeah. He like people hated him after Andy's season and they're like, we need him in paradise. And it was like, we're going to make it worth it for you. And he got like the best edit ever and everyone fell in love with him. And then he became the bachelor a couple of seasons later. And I mean, listen, I love Nick. I've always loved him. (laughs) Even despite some of his issues, like (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have always loved him, but I always have, but (laughs) Um, all right. So this is like my favorite couple to cringe at. <laughs> Trey and um, Tajwan. I, Tajwan is stunning. She was stunning before. She's stunning now, but she kind of looks like a different person now. I don't know if it's the microblading and the eyelashes. Or I maybe don't... she like learned how to control her body heat. <laughs> she was, remember she like passed out last time. <laughs> is it actually like I need them to put on the television like the degree because you can see that people are like profusely sweating I I think it's terrible so around the time they were filming this I was in South Carolina so not even as close to the equator as where (laughs) and I was I was beside myself like I walked outside and I was like it is impossible to breathe out here I cannot function in this weather it is so hot every photo of me I am tomato red I'm so hot I cannot control it I'm drinking so much water nothing's helping so I can only imagine it is absolutely miserable and if I was there like we're not seeing a lot of pool activity this season I'm like how are they not in the pool the whole time the pool, the ocean, give me a floaty. I will float out there and like just be immersed in water. I also don't know why there is so much effing makeup on these girls. By the end, it all starts like scraping off. (laughs) There's no point. Like they're like nails are chipped. Like their eyebrows aren't quite what they were when they were. I'm like, guys, get some waterproof mascara, a little waterproof eyeliner and call it a fucking day. I know. It's too much. It's too much. There's a lot of eyeshadow, a lot of eyeshadow. A lot of blush. I'm like, why are we having blush here? I know. Like you, you're, you're, you're getting fried. We, we, we have natural pink happening. I know. I know. Um, but Tajwan, I like her and I like her with Trey and then Riley coming down the stairs. I was like, girl, you are unhinged. Okay. I like her with Trey, but I would like it if the uncle never happened. Like I feel like. How old is the uncle? How did she meet the uncle? Did the uncle talk about Trey? Like, I have a list of questions. If I ever met Tajwan, I'd be like, okay, ma'am, how hot is it actually down there? And here's the question. <laughs> how, <laughs> whoever hosts the reunion is like, they're going to need, they're going to need to ask those questions. A hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. They're going to need um, to ask them. It was, but also like Trey, like how close are they? 
Right. Like, it, yes. Is Trey, like, is the uncle invited to the wedding? I hope not. <laughs> I hope so. I just feel like, I just feel like she doesn't need to do that. Like, she didn't need to date some guy's nephew. <laughs> no. No. I like them together, but I actually cannot get over the uncle. <laughs> well, but it made it, the their first interaction made it seem like Taj knew that Trey was coming. Yeah. Right. So how long ago was the date? Like, right. was, were you with, were you dating this guy or did you go on a date with this guy and you were like, actually, I'm headed to paradise. So I can't do anything long-term. He's like, my nephew's gone. Right. Right. That's what I, because it's not like Trey, at least to me, it didn't seem like Trey knew who she was. He just saw that she was beautiful and was like, I got to snap somebody up. Correct. So we need some questions answered. Yes, correct. Riley is never going to her because he has found the love of his life. All right. So let's talk about this love triangle, which is definitely not a triangle anymore. Connor thinks it might be, but it's not. No, the boom, boom, room. The montage of uh, Marissa and Riley centrally making out and then heading to the boom, boom, room um, with, to the background of Connor's ukulele was brilliant, beautiful, really beautiful. (laughs) They like, I see in the scenes for episodes for next week, someone's like, yeah, it it, Connor's like, I'm not worried about it. And they were like, well, Riley slept in her bed. And he was like, what? (laughs) I was like, oh no, Connor. It's so sad. My mom thinks that Connor and Abigail should be together. (laughs) Oh, I do like that pairing too. But she's taken. I know. I just, I feel bad for Connor. I think that he's very nice, but I think that Connor should, Connor should have tried to grab Serena C or Kelsey. I agree. I agree. He shouldn't, he, he like shot too far for this like I don't know what thing am I trying to say but like he should have socialized more because I feel like he was one of the first ones to like really kind of settle on Marissa it would have been nice yeah if him and Serena got to know each other him and Kelsey not Yeah. yeah I know I know poor Connor well he's like definitely like I don't know someone might throw him like a friendship rose I'm not sure let's talk about who's single left so yes. now it's Connor wait hold on can we go wait okay we have to we didn't talk about the Marissa right. right oh yeah I that's true because it was like she was like I've never been in a romantic meal before and then and it I've was never like been in a relationship but then she wouldn't ask or answer how many people she slept with I thought the questions that they chose not to answer were weird. Like your most embarrassing moment when my pants fell down in first grade in front of my class. That was my most embarrassing moment. Like I, easy. Anything. And it was <laughs> so odd. I don't know. I, I appreciate Marissa to me is like a conundrum. I don't understand it. She talked about the whole weight loss journey. And so I'm wondering if she was like in an abusive relationship mm. but, and like likes to stay at home. But that, like it just, there seems to be something that I, I don't know if, I, like, I appreciate how open she's been, but there's something missing that doesn't connect at all that makes sense to me. Um, yeah, I can get that. Yeah, also- like- I like want to like say to like ABC, hi, can we like get more body inclusivity? And like, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Well, 100%. It's like, it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. It's really ridiculous that they like, they cast like the hottest people on planet Earth. And yes, they're nice to look at on TV, but it's not like, it's so. It's really frustrating. It is like hard to like see people on TV that you're just like never gonna look like. <laughs> well, and to me, it was like as somebody who's always been plus size my whole entire life. And then to watch Marissa be like, 
essentially like I, you know, have never been in a real relationship or like a real date or whatever she said. Uh, yeah. And then for Riley to be like, I bet you were beautiful back then. And it was like, I need to see like one Riley. I hope that you actually mean that, but like who actually knows, you know what I mean? I like, know it's so easy to say that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, wait, hold up a second. Like they could have really done something here with this. I mean, I know it's not anything like the sexual assault stuff that they cover or anything like that, but like, I think, um, I think that this franchise can be a little bit detrimental with body image stuff. It and really is. And I think that the, and I do think that the cast too, like, it's hard. Like I really love people like Caitlin Bristow and, and all of that. Like, I, I think she's amazing, but there are a lot of these, like, I'm going to like with her and with others are like, Ooh, we're going to do like no filter selfies, but like you're already a plus size zero or, or a size zero. You're yeah. already like your lashes are done. Your Botox is done. Like all your, like, yeah. yeah, like all that stuff's done. That isn't like available to everyone. And also not like necessarily what people want to do. And it still is like, I think you're right. I think it's an abs. It's something that absolutely needs to be addressed. And if they're going to move forward in this direction of inclusivity, that's part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd like to take this moment just to plug um, one of my favorite books I've ever read. And then like was my favorite book of last year. It's called One to Watch. It's by Kate Stamen London. And we actually um, have an episode where we got to interview her. It's a few seasons back. And she wrote a, this book, One to Watch, is um, about uh, if The Bachelor had a plus size bachelorette and, and how she was cast and her whole, and it takes you through her whole season. I read it in a day. It is like binging the best season of the bachelor ever. She tells beautiful stories and it's, uh, so good. And I encourage everyone to read it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to read that. That sounds wonderful. ABC. Yes. Open yeah, up take your horizon, honeys. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. All the single ladies. <laughs> well, and some single men. So Demi's like at this point, Demi is really the only one that has like zero attachment. And Demi to me seems like a plot twist. You know, like she was put on the show to be the one that's gonna rile people up. Yeah, we we really needed her. We really needed her this season. And I think she realizes that. I think she realizes who she is to this season. And I appreciate her continuing to like play that role um, because it's necessary. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, poor James. <laughs> What's his name? Grant or Greg? Victoria Paul is her name. And she is evil. <laughs> that was so rewarding to watch <laughs> her get called out and then be like, I, I just, I, I'm going to take a minute because my therapist said that. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, your therapist thinks you're a sociopath. Here we go. I know. It is. Does. <laughs> She was, she was really bad on Peter season. She was so manipulative. What did she do in Peter season? Was she, that she pretended to not, she pretended to not have gone to Vegas on a weekend getaway with that one girl. Like that one girl was like, yeah. I know Victoria really well from the, from pageant stuff. And Victoria was like, I mean, we've I maybe met a couple times and she was like, we went to Vegas together. <laughs> That's right. She's a psycho. Yeah, she's really bad. She's rude. Like, was that not the rudest thing you've ever seen in your life? What's my what's my man's name? What's my guy's name? I I couldn't I I kept forgetting about her and then I would see her do the dumbest stuff. And then I just kept focusing on her laminated eyebrows. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what is happening. Yeah, I know. I'm glad she's gone. 
I'm so happy she's gone. Poor James. And Poor when, James. when he was like, yeah, I'm upset. You made me look like an idiot. <laughs> I was like, good, good for you. Look, keep going. Let's go. Demi was like, fuck it. We're going for James. <laughs> but now that I'm looking at this list, like Thomas is still unattached. Why don't Demi and Thomas try to hook because, up because of the whole drama everybody had knew, known about the drama people don't want to go to thomas just because he's he has drama well i, don't I get it <laughs> who did he pick have he, we done the male roses yet yeah but he came after the guys put no, out the rose now, now the girls right. have the rose now, yeah okay so demi i mean demi realistically could maybe like demi's kind of got like, I always hope that they let Demi do the first rose because it'll be really interesting because we have like, we've got James, Thomas and like Connor B. Obviously, he's going to be unattached now. So it's like three guys are kind of up for the grab, but it'll be interesting to see if Demi gets a rose because Demi won't care. Demi would just give it to whoever she wants. So if she got the first rose. That would be like really fun. And then people would like oh, have yeah. to scramble. Oh yeah. I, I personally think that Connor B will be going home. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I, well, maybe Demi saves Thomas and then James and Connor B go home. Yeah, that could be it. That's kind of where I'm, that's kind of what I'm thinking. It kind of makes sense to me. Like I could see like Mari giving Kenny the rose and then Demi's going to have the last one and she's just going to be like, all right, Thomas, whatever. Yeah. It's just going to be like, we need to keep the drama alive. All right. And then let's take a quick moment for the ones we lost. Serena C, we knew you well. It was a valiant yeah. effort. Um, Kelsey, girlfriend. Okay. We need to take a moment. So she was dehydrated and was going to pass out because of the heat. Maybe it's because she was putting laxatives in her pores. Wait, does she do that? Okay. So in the first episode... She's talking to Wells and was like, oh my God, that's right. So I'm doing that. And he's like, you realize that's like a laxative. And she's like, yeah, but it's on your face. I'm like, hello, sweetie. That's going into your pores. Totally forgot about that. (laughs) I could, I was horrified. Also, that was the episode that I watched with my mom. And she was like, what the hell? She was like, our future is doomed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Kelsey, I hope you find someone. And then I, we have RIP Vic- Victoria, the goddess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she came, she went. You know, her and um, Bennett need to get together. Yeah, Bennett would be a really good match for her. I think they would have fun. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And then let's save it for our second host who also equally nailed it. I'm having a lot of fun with the celebrity guest host more oh. so than our like Tasha Caitlin host. I think this is so fun. Um, Lance Bass, everyone knew every word. He is like really getting into it. I'm loving it. I wish that he was in more of the episode. I was like, wait, well, where- he'll, he'll be in the next episode, I think. Cause he'll be through the girls row ceremony. Yeah, I just was like, oh, I miss him. I know. That guy's like everywhere now. I feel like he's doing a lot of commercials. Like he's in a progressive commercial with other in-singers, but not all of them. Um, His assistant was on The Circle. If you watch The Circle on Netflix, she was like pretending to be him. And he like left a message. Like, I just kind of feel like Lance is like around right now. Okay. I don't know if he's just like really bored and he's like, I like to work. (laughs) Well, that, and also he was kind of around for the VPR days. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, because he literally officiated Jackson Brittany's wedding. And then he did the dog foundation thing with LVP for a few like of those. Maybe it's just like having fun with reality TV. And it's like, this is like a hobby. Yeah. He's like, I could get some coin. (laughs) Yeah, I love that for him. Well, Katie, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's been a lovely time checking in with our, you know, paradise folks and can't wait to see where the chips fall. I know, I know. Um, 
I think it, it, it'll be like a fun season, a fun little break. Typically by the end of paradise, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm starting to feel like claustrophobic on this Island. Wait, <laughs> did you see the mini commercial? Like for coming up this season? No, for Michelle's season. Oh, for Michelle. Yeah. Oh my god Michelle like is I'm like thank god Michelle is like well dressed for this (laughs) I'm like no for those who did not hear um on our finale episode for Katie's season um it was brought to my attention that Katie refused the stylist for her season so confirmed, Katie chose not to have a stylist. And now I see on Instagram this week, she posts, in need of a personal stylist for events, please contact me. <laughs> I, I, okay. I know. That's a lot. Well, everyone, just a reminder that um, I will see you on Thursdays throughout Paradise. Please, everyone, enjoy to have the, or enjoy it. Have fun wrapping up summer with Paradise, <laughs> <laughs> and then on to Miss Queen Michelle. I know, I'm pretty pumped. I can't wait to see what guy she has. Ooh, and we get to travel domestically, yeah. but still. <laughs> hey. It's the little thing. It's the little thing. All right, Katie, thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard and you want to support the pod, please rate, leave a review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine a podcast. Now, imagine a musical. Now, imagine the two of them made one million babies. Well, you don't have to imagine it because it's real and it has a name. One Million Musicals. Each month, we bring you a brand new original podcast musical featuring talent from across Broadway, films, and TV. You'll hear tales of spooky ghosts, Wild West shootouts, adventures on the high seas, and much, much more. One million musicals. Only a few hundred thousand to go. A Campfire Media Podcast. Campfire.